Hello, my beautiful love tribe. Welcome back to Heartland Podcast. If you are new, then I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you're returning, then welcome back, and I'm so excited to get into this episode. Today, we are covering how to reclaim your finances. Your financial life is really a reflection of how you live on a day-to-day basis, what comes up for you, what goes down for you. For me, sometimes I'm not even really aware of my finances. And whenever I look back at my account, I can look at all of these transactions and I have no emotional attachment to whatever I spent. And they're just numbers at the end of the day. So We are going to focus on reclaiming your finances. Maybe you feel like people are constantly pulling away from you. Maybe you feel like you never have the money you need for yourself. Maybe you don't feel financially stable. Maybe you feel like you're head over heels in debt. Whatever the case may be, if you feel any of this, this is time to reclaim your finances. It's time to take full authority over your money life. So let's get into it. I'm going to cover a few different scenarios. So some will resonate, some may not, but hopefully it is here to inspire and motivate you to take full control over your financial life. So we have different things going on here. Number one, if you feel as though your finances have been taken advantage of, maybe you feel that you're giving too much away and you're not receiving that back in return. Maybe you feel like you are overspending or you feel like you're doing impulsive spending, anything like that. And what is the cause of that? The cause of that is due to no boundaries around your financial life. So we have to place boundaries around our finances. Sometimes we focus on the boundaries that we set around our emotional life, but your finances definitely need to have boundaries as well. So we want to make sure that if you find that your money continues to drain and it's not coming from you, or maybe it is coming from you, we have to set boundaries with ourselves. We have to have that discipline in order to make sure that we are setting ourselves up in the best way financially. So just take a moment to write down, do you feel like your money's kind of slipping away from you? Where is it going? Is it going to other people? Do people rely on you a little bit too much? Are they becoming dependent on your money? Then, and let's say they are not true dependents on you. Maybe these are friends or outside family members that they really need to stand on their own two feet, but maybe they're pulling that money out of your pocket on a consistent basis and you haven't set the ground rules or boundaries or place some extra security around your finances. This is so important because this is a reflection of how much others respect you. And sometimes they don't know if they are disrespecting you, if there's no boundary put in place, if they've gone into this situation where they're constantly getting used to pulling that money from you, like you're just kind of this resource for them. That's all that they're going to see it as. And people don't like really taking advantage of people, but if there's no boundary set, They don't know where to start or stop. So it's really important for you to set those boundaries. If you're needing to set those boundaries with yourself, sometimes this is very common, especially if you've grown up and you didn't have the best examples of how to manage money 
You may be going through a stressful time in your life, which can contribute to you overspending or maybe feeling impulsive to try to feel better for the moment. But what I want us to keep in mind here is that instead of just feeling better for that moment, let's transform for the future. Let's put ourselves in a position where we feel stable. We feel prosperous. We feel like we're making progress. That's where we want to feel. We want to feel like we're growing with our finances. Your financial life is here to support your material life, your material world. Anything that you need to purchase for yourself to keep your lifestyle going, to keep your needs up, whatever the case may be that you know that you have set for yourself, that's what those finances are for. And so when we don't set those correct boundaries, even with ourselves, we end up sabotaging our lives in that way. So this is when people start focusing on, well, you got to set a budget. You got to set a budget for this and a budget for that. Personally, I don't even like the word budget. (laughs) It doesn't even sound very nice. It's just budget. I just, I don't know. I don't really like it. So what I like to focus on is creating a money system, creating a system that you know is going to work for you. And we will cover that very soon towards the end of this episode. But right now I want to focus on just some of the things that we need to focus on bringing to the forefront so that we know what we need to reclaim. So number one, if you feel like you're giving your money away too much or you're spending too much, set some boundaries. Number two, what about your beliefs about money? Has there been any type of money doctrine, money belief system that was placed upon you even at a young age, maybe that there's never going to be enough money, that money doesn't grow on trees, which, hey, it's paper, right? (laughs) But you know what I mean. Just the thought pattern of it being scarce, that there's not enough, or maybe that money is the root of all evil, or that money is a bad thing. Money turns you into a bad person. All of these things. What are some of these money conditioning statements that were placed upon you either at a young age or maybe a thought pattern that you have adopted over time? If you have a lot of negative connotations and beliefs and associations with money, then it's time to reclaim a positive, healthy relationship with money. Maybe you've never had a healthy relationship with money, and that is okay. Most people don't. Some people allow for money to have power over them. And I want to ask you, what to you is a lot of money? If I say $50,000, is that a lot of money? If I say $100,000, is that a lot of money? If I say $1 million, is that a lot of money? If I say $1 trillion, Is that a lot of money? At some point, some of you may have said yes. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, no amount of money is a lot of money. It's all in your perspective. It's all based on what you believe is a lot of money. 
So when you start associating with a certain number of money being a lot of money, you begin to give it power. You begin to give it momentum and strength and power over you. The best way to look at money is that it's just numbers. It's numbers going in and it's numbers going out. The moment you think that a certain amount of money is too much, you will limit yourself. You will create a fear, a wall, an obstacle to say, well, that's a lot. That's too much money. I can't achieve that. But if you just look at it as numbers and you just focus on what your lifestyle is requiring, then you'll just focus on the money you need, the amount of money that's needed. To some, it's going to seem like a lot of money. To some, it's not going to seem like a lot of money. It's all based on your lifestyle, what you want in life, what you need in life. If you have children, if you have pets, if you have other family members living with you, if you want to travel, if you want to enjoy entertainment, if you want to enjoy lavish experiences in life, it's all relative to you. And all of those things come with a different number, a different price tag. But as soon as you think, oh, that's a lot of money, you will limit yourself. To me, I don't need a trillion dollars. <laughs> I don't really even need a million dollars, to be honest. But it's just, I know what I need. I know what I want. I know, you know. And don't think of this from the standpoint of, well, in order to pay these bills and that bill and that bill, we have to begin to focus on money in a way that we are building stability and growth. Paying bills keeps you in a loop. There's no growth. You're stuck. You're staying in that same loop. and You're just paying that bill over and over and over again. But once you reach a point to where you're paying things off, everything is paid for, there's no more loop, then you have the wealth. Then you have the financial growth. And that's where we start to focus on and realizing that, hmm, yeah, no, that amount of money really isn't a lot of money. That $200,000 really isn't a lot of money because I'm still in a loop with this debt here. So again, it's all in your perspective. So one, who's taking your money from you? Is it you? Is it someone else? Two, what is your belief about money? And don't let money overpower you. Reclaim your power over the money and become the authority over the money, not the other way around. Number three, how do you feel about your financial life right now? Deep down, Right now, how do you feel about your financial life? Are you just making ends meet? Do you have anxiety that you're not going to make it if one thing falls short? If you were to work the job that you have today, if you have a job, if you're not working for yourself, if you're working for someone else and something happens and you can no longer work, if you lose your job, how do you feel about your financial life in that standpoint? What types of feelings come up when you think of that? Is it anxiety? 
Is it stress? Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it anger? Or is it, eh, it doesn't really matter because I'm so financially set that even if this one stream of income falls short, I'm good. I have a plan. I have other streams of income. Which one is it? A part of reclaiming your financial life is making sure you are in the driver's seat. You are in control. You are the boss. Because the moment that one job says, hey, I'm sorry, you are a great employee, but we can no longer employ you. Good luck. You were never in the driver's seat. You were in the passenger seat and the driver just kicked you out. So what are you going to do? We live in a day and age now with the internet and so many things that helps us to become more financially stable and become a true entrepreneur in our lives. And it's so easy and we can literally do it right from home. As long as you have an internet connection, you're good. So what are some ways that you can begin to become more authoritative in your financial life? How can you become the one that's generating the income instead of relying and being dependent and waiting and hoping based on someone else? That is the biggest form of reclaiming your finances is by creating your own opportunities. Definitely check out Aligning with Prosperity series and creating extraordinary opportunities. That is you, the CEO. Become the creator of your extraordinary opportunities for you in all situations in life. Get yourself off that wait list and get yourself in the situation where you're creating solutions and value and opportunities for others and yourself. So we just covered a few things of why our finances may not be in the place we want it to be and how we can really begin to take our power back when it comes to our money. I want us to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this brief message. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. my love tribe welcome back and we are wrapping up how to reclaim your finances so we covered a lot of different scenarios a lot of different reasons why we begin to lose that power over our finances and the next thing I want to ask you is do you know where every single penny of your money goes to what I'm really suggesting here is do you track your spending This is something I just really started doing and taking seriously last year. Never tracked my spending before. I would try apps and sometimes I'd go, oh, wow, I spent a lot on the uh, junk food last month. Oh, okay. But it wasn't until I took that moment to really write each transaction down and write down each 
number, even if it was a dollar, 50, 10 cent, 300, 200, something about writing down every single transaction and categorizing it and then categorizing it as if it is avoidable or unavoidable for me truly helped me to understand my spending habits. And I was able to even see that maybe one month I was more serious, maybe one month I was more organized, one month I was stressed out, one month I was just completely purposely not tracking because I didn't want to deal with myself. (laughs) So tracking the spending is huge and it's a really, really amazing way to reclaim your finances doesn't cost you anything but your time and discipline to really write down everything that you've purchased. And I guarantee you, you're not going to remember why half the time. It literally just becomes numbers. I'll see, okay, I ate out. Oh, see, I guess that was some good sushi that one week, you know, like I don't feel the emotions and the experience of something I've already purchased in the past. Some of the things I've purchased, I don't even have anymore. So it really helps me to focus on what I'm spending before I spend the money and to ask, do you need this? And by also tracking my spending, I was able to create a proper set, quote unquote, budget or a better system for myself to say, this is how much money I really actually need. So become organized with your finances. By organizing your finances will create so much power back over your income and over your money. You'll know what's coming in, what's going out. You can create true goals. You can create new plans. But if you don't know where your money is going, what you're spending it on and all of this, what what happens? It leads to confusion. It leads to blame. things that are not true. It leads to fogginess, lack of understanding, and it leads to more loss. Because now that we're not actually handing over literal physical money, we're just swiping the cards, it makes it so much easier to spend. Did you know that there's actually this reward system in the brain that when you're giving something up, when you're giving the money up, to purchase something, you're actually feeling that sense of loss. But when you're swiping that card, it's almost designed in a way that it makes it addictive, almost like a game, like a swipe, like almost like a casino. (laughs) So everything is done very strategically. Understand that everything is done in order for you to spend more money to support the economy. If the new way of handling money or transactions were done differently to keep you from spending too much, they would have created it to become more complicated for you. But because it's much easier, it's just a swipe, that means it's going to put you in a position to spend more money. So you can either create more of a cash system where you're using cash more frequently or track your spending. For me, whenever I'm serious about tracking my spending and staying on target, I get that feeling of punishment whenever I have to write it down and it's something I didn't really need. 
So organization is key. So I mentioned earlier in the episode about creating a money system versus a money budget. And what's the difference, right? A money budget is really where you set this number, uh, amount of money that you're not going to go over for whatever the case may be. I'm not going to spend more than $50 on eating out this month. I'm not going to spend more than this on whatever. That's having a budget. I'm only going to spend $300 on groceries. Okay. But what happens when you spend over that budget? What happens when you have unexplained or unexpected events that occur and now you have to go over your budget? What happens? You start to feel like you're a failure. You start to feel like, oh, I can't do this. By that time, because you went over the budget a little bit or a lot or whatever, you just throw it out the window and you don't keep up with it. It's like a diet. We don't like having restriction. We don't like feeling loss. We like to feel like we're just keeping it moving. So that's why budgets don't work. But if you create a system, a system that works for you, that is going to keep you going because it's a lifestyle. It's the same thing with the diet. When you have just a healthy lifestyle and you're focused on just living healthier instead of a strict diet, you're much more successful. So let's go over how to create a money system for you, okay? So the number one thing you have to start with that I mentioned before is tracking your spending. We need to understand our financial habits, our spending habits, how our brain works when it comes to spending money. What do we like to spend our money on? What are things that make us feel good? What are things that help us to progress? What are the goals that we have? What are the dependents we have in our lives? What do they need? There's so many questions that have to be put in place that have to be answered first before you can even think about how much money should be allocated for any different category of your life. So first, track your spending. Really get an understanding of your own psychology, how your brain works, how you work emotionally, and what you start to do. What is your behavior like when you go into spending? And the only way to really do that is by doing a spending tracker. It's really good to get about a year's worth of spending, how you've spent your money over a year, to really get an understanding of how you handle life, at least for that year. And you can see what happened that year. How did it affect you? How did it affect your finances? What came up for you? What was unexpected? What was an emergency that came up for you? All of these different things. Then you can see a pattern. Okay, typically I spend about four or $500 on groceries every month. Okay, you can see that every month is going to be about the same because we're very habitual people. So we're going to do similar actions on a regular basis. We like to buy the same things. We like to buy the things that work, okay? When do you become more experimental? When do you go into those traps where you want to try something new and then you're just buying whatever looks like it's going to work? What's your 
process for figuring out what to buy. All right, great. So we've got our year's worth of spending. We see our patterns. Now we can create an average based on this information. So take each category, break down the categories of what you spend your money on. For me, I had to put groceries, eating out, business, pets, shopping for clothes, personal care, emergencies, health, transportation, gas, and gifts. So those were all the things I spent my money on. So I categorized them. And then by the end of the year, you take that total amount of what you spent for each category, divide that by 12, and that is about the average of what you spend every month. Even if it was lower some months or higher some months, that is the average of how much you would spend every month on that. That needs to become your standard for what you would normally need to put money aside for. So now you know, all right, listen, I'm not going to restrict myself. This is based on what I spend. This is my average, and this is how much I'm going to set aside for that. Then after you do that, create your life tax. Now your life taxes is really when you take time to go through and understand what your needs are. And these are more than just food, water, shelter, warmth. This is really meant for you to figure out what do you need to make you feel alive, to make you feel like you have connection, you feel good about yourself, you feel significant, you're able to pursue your dreams and your business, you're able to feel like you can take care of your dependents that are there for you, that are there with you. You're able to feel healthy and not just getting by healthy, but really healthy, feeling good, feeling refreshed, feeling rested. There's a lot more that goes into health than just diet, your sleep quality, exercise, your mental health, your spiritual health. All of these things require money to some extent. So what is needed for you to really thrive, not just survive, but thrive? And we're not going to write down based on how much money we make. Nope, 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 nope. That's us giving our power away to other resources. Right now, we have to decide for ourselves right now, what do you need to thrive? After that, then you look through, did you include in your life tax the categories of how much you normally spend on a regular basis. Is that also a part of your life tax? And combine all of these different categories. Just create a whole wheel of how much you need and you set the frequency. Maybe it's, you know, once a year or every six months or every month or every week. But typically it's going to have to stay on a consistent frequency because we live on a consistent basis. So have that frequency set of every month, this is what I like to do throughout the month, or this is what I like to do quarterly. You can create a quarterly system. What is your winter life like? What do you like to do in the spring? What do you like to do in the summer and the fall? Customize it completely for you. This will create your money system. Now you know how much money you really need. 
And after you calculate all of that, then you find the solutions of how to generate that income for yourself. Because that's how much money you are in control over. And again, also include your bills, your responsibility for now, your debt, all of that as well. All of that has to be taken care of. Those are our responsibilities. But also included in that money system, you have a debt attack plan. How can you start to get rid of this debt? Your debt comes from your decisions from yesterday, your decisions from the past. And debt really is almost a punishment for living, even if it was something that was good for you. You're punishing yourself for living. That is what debt is. It almost sounds like death in a way. We don't think of it on that deep level like, oh, I'm not punishing myself. It's just debt. But you're having to work hard, go through stress, go through anxiety, feeling the pressure, feeling the fear that something may be taken away from you or that you're going to feel some form of guilt or shame or punishment for taking care of your debt, for paying for this debt. It comes up every month and you're working so hard to keep paying for something that you bought maybe even years ago. You should not have to continue to work that hard to keep paying a little bill every month and it's literally going nowhere. We've got to get out of this cycle, out of this loop. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That is the same energy of debt. Paying in a hamster wheel. So what is your debt attack plan? To clear it out, to get rid of it, and to be done with it once and for all. So you can breathe. So you can feel good. And so it's really important to reclaim this power back for yourself. You don't need to keep giving your power away to some old debt, these old bills, things you probably don't even have anymore, things that don't even make you feel as good as when you first got it. It's time to reclaim power over this and to be free. Set yourself free. And create whatever plan you want to create that helps you to get yourself in the authority position of your money. Okay? Awesome. I love this episode. I can't wait to see all of you reclaim your finances and get your money back in your pocket the way you want it to be. Even if it's from yourself. So thank you so much for listening. This is Heartland Podcast. Definitely remember to follow and subscribe and be sure to stay tuned for more ways of reclaiming your life.